are tuning in to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. My name is Bree, and you can find me at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Check out the show notes for more information, including a link to my website. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. Hello! So before we begin today's episode, I wanted to add in a quick little note. Today's episode is all about my yoga golden rule. And please do know that I understand the cultural and religious references for golden rule. And if you really think about the connection that yoga creates with the mind, body, and spirit, you will notice why the golden rule for me is so important. And I go into a lot of different explanations in today's episode. However, I failed to mention this little note that I'm adding here right now, which is, of course, the golden rule is important as you have learned it. And yoga is such a foundational proponent of how we create that golden rule in our lives, how we truly are able to operate from that space. And with that in mind, the context of the rest of today's episode will truly make sense. Thank you for listening. Now back to the episode. Namaste! Welcome! Thank you, thank you for listening. I hope that you are doing amazing. I am so inspired to record today's episode. I am out in nature. I am actually on a walk. And I thought, you know what? I am going to pull out my phone and I am going to record today's episode. So if I sound a little different or you hear any background noises that sound a little suspect, then just realize that I'm not on my studio style fancy microphone. So I'm going a little bit grassroots here, but you know, There's something about just acting on your inspiration, especially if you have not felt this way in a while. And that is essentially why I'm recording today's topic. I have had a really tough few weeks and I've been exhausted and not grounded and not rooted and not inspired. And I follow the energy system of the chakras and I really try to pay attention to where my alignment is on any given day. And so when I started feeling this weird, icky feeling that I just couldn't put my finger on and I really wasn't taking time to pay attention or be mindful or intentional about it either until it finally caught up to me to the point where I started asking myself if I was getting sick Was something wrong with me? I was getting a little bit paranoid about my health. And so I've spent the last 72 hours, three days, focusing on self-care. I completely cleared my calendar. No matter what it was that I was supposed to be doing, I decided not to do it and to pay attention so that I could really figure out what was going on in my life. I knew I wasn't operating at my highest vibration. And I understood that if I continued down this path, that it was going to lead to a dead end, if not something worse, maybe even off of a cliff. And I really just wasn't feeling 
myself at all. So whenever you start feeling you know, uninspired and you start feeling a bit critical about life and you don't feel connected to self, it's important to go back to your chakra system and go back to the root of all things and figure out, do you feel safe? Do you feel secure? Do you feel grounded? Start asking yourself these questions so you can figure out where the misalignment is and then start working on what you need to do to change that all around. And so over the last three days, I decided to focus on my root chakra. And I made sure that I was focusing on sleep and on nutrition. And I started looking at my calendar, started paying attention to my task list, trying to understand the energy that I am allowing into my personal space and really trying to figure out like a detective what is going on in my life. And what I determined is that I have not been following my own golden rule. I call it my yoga golden rule. And it's something that I guess I informally created years ago and I've tried to live by and it's always served me really well. And it's something that I teach my students, especially my private students, my one-on-ones. I really try to encourage students, as you all know, listeners of Yoga Podcast, how important a personal yoga practice is to me. And part of that is I am a trauma-informed yoga teacher And there's something about learning how to connect the mind, body, and spirit, but in a very sacred, safe space that you feel in control of, like your home. And so just learning how to create a yoga practice, especially an asana practice on your own, has always been really important to me. And even though I love the practice in community, I love the connection, and although many of us haven't felt that in a real genuine way in months, I understand the importance of that, but there is nothing like creating a self-care regimen that includes a personal practice of yoga. And of course, meditation and pranayama and all of that is really important. So my golden rule, I'm sure you're thinking, just get to it. What is the rule? Is to never go more than three days without practicing asana, yoga, the movements, the postures, the connection of breath with the movement of the body. There is something, and I don't know if it's esoteric if it's scientific, if it's just something that makes sense somewhere in our infinite wisdoms of our own bodies, our own wellness systems. But what I've noticed as a student and a teacher over the years is that students who practice consistently and who never go more than three days without stepping onto their mat have this greater sense of connection back to self. They're able to really practice yoga off of the mat. You tend to be more mindful with your water intake, your sleep, your nutrition, where your energy is going. And whenever you pass that three-day mark, you go into that fourth, fifth, sixth day, whatever it may be, sometimes way, way more days than even just three or four you really start to feel this disconnection from self. It's something about 
the external factors of life that start to penetrate into our little wellness safe bubble that we've created for ourselves and you start to operate from a human perspective instead of from a spiritual perspective and instead of thriving you start just surviving and the decisions you make the the inspiration you have to be creative and live at this highest vibration of self starts to dwindle, which means your chakra system becomes misaligned. You find yourself not feeling that same empowerment and confidence. You start to live in fear and paranoia and maybe even feeling anxiety or depression. You lose that compassion for self, which then, of course, translates to others you might find yourself being more irritable or judgmental you no longer speak your truth because you're not connected to it therefore you're not even open to listening to others and their truth especially if they contradict your mindset and then there goes your awakening of your intuition and your connection to something greater than yourself right to others, to community, to spirit, to animals, to your belief systems, to your spiritual practices. And of course, we have to go back to the root. We have to realign ourselves. And so as I'm out here walking in nature, which is a beautiful way to get back rooted and grounded and appreciating and having gratitude for something that is filled with beauty, which is just this planet that is so lovely, and being able to have this gentle, mindful meditation, being able to re-spark what matters in life. I realized that the golden rule is so important, and it's not just that it's about moving the body. You know, I definitely believe in a body that's in motion stays in motion, but it's something deeper than that. It's about connecting back to spirit. It's about giving every cell of your body a delicious oxygen hug with intention. It's about making intentions and mantras and mudras and it's creating space in every part of your body from your toes to your fingertips. It is what yoga allows us to do. We are like, they say in martial arts, right? Your, your whole goal is creating this beautiful opposition with your opponent. In yoga, you are your opponent. You know, it's like it's you against yourself, but in a way that's so empowering and it's so giving. And sometimes it's challenging and it forces us to... Think about ourselves in a way that's healthy instead of judging ourselves or holding ourselves in high esteem for something we've done that is worldly or external. It's about keeping that connection to something that matters, that is deeper. And of course, Shavasana teaches us how to have rest. It's like mindful sleep, which is so healing and so soothing for the mind and the body, your emotions, your connection to all that you are. And it's so important. You know, in yoga, we do so many things that we do not even think about, especially as practitioners. 
we are massaging our thyroid gland, which is the air traffic controller of our hormone system. We are releasing the psoas muscle, which is sometimes so tight that it starts to affect the kidneys. We release the hips, which help us deal with emotions. We balance, which reminds us the importance of duality in life. We create this obstacle within our bodies when we are pressing ourselves in strength requiring postures or in flexibility postures or in balancing postures. We live in the present moment when we are upside down or when we are doing something that the body finds to be challenging. We are making such a connection to what we perceive as being wellness whenever we are in our practice that we take that off of the mat throughout the rest of our days. And so it's really important to follow the golden rule. And when I was looking at my calendar, I realized I had not been consistently practicing yoga. I had not been following my own golden rule. Even if I needed to just step on the mat for five, 10 minutes, move my body, do some sun salutations, or just stretch and breathe, finding moments of peace, and knowing that I took that time for self is so amazing to the awareness of the mind. It's like you are offering something to yourself so that yourself can feel, you know, full enough to offer more to others. It's, it's a vibrational connection when you take time for yourself in a way that matters. And so as a yoga practitioner and a teacher, and especially a teacher who specializes in trauma-informed practices such as yoga, I teach my students and I understand from my own practice how important it is to stay connected to who you are, to keep the energy centers aligned, to not lose touch with understanding what your body needs, to ignoring your intuition, to ignoring how something feels in the body or if you're tired and pushing through that to complete a task. It is so important to make sure that you are truly focusing on self-care. And it's funny because as a yoga teacher, I should be practicing what I teach. <laughs> but I'm human. And, you know, it's a fine line between being able to really focus on what I know to be true and being caught up and making sure that I'm getting things handled. And I was actually having a great conversation with the studio owner that I manage at, and she was working on an upcoming training that we're going to be hosting. And she was trying to explain to me, you know, why it's taking this amount of time to get something done. and. And it felt like we were in a very type A business conference conversation. And I had to stop her and remind her that we are honored to be able to even have this conversation. We have to go with the flow. And as yoga teachers and practitioners, we should be practicing what we teach. And she laughed and I laughed and we took a deep 
inhalation and exhalation to let it go. And it was really important to remember that we have to practice this beautiful discipline of yoga. We have to get on the mat. We have to find that connection back to self. Even as teachers of yoga or teachers of anything, many of you are teachers. You're teachers to your children, to your staff, to your students of many different variations. And sometimes, we find ourselves teaching and we try to convince ourselves that we were doing or practicing or participating while teaching. And although there is some truths to that, it is not the same thing as making that connection back to self and really truly honoring your time to manage and maintain your own self-care. So the golden rule of yoga that I invite you to adopt for yourself and I remind myself to not let go of too long at least, to find myself on the mat even if it's just for a few rounds of connecting body movement with breath, trusting that this system of yoga is a healing modality, not needing to understand how or why, but just knowing it has worked for me, for my students, and for many others. And the truth is, is that the more you practice, even if you can practice five minutes a day, maybe some days it's an hour and some days it's an hour and a half and some days it's not, but if you find yourself away from your practice, try to get back to the mat on that fourth day. Do not find yourself being completely out of alignment, having to take an entire three days, truly a really intentional amount of time to reground and regroup. So I hope that this helps at least one other person out there because I have to tell you, it took me a while, took me a few weeks to realize what I was missing was my consistency on the mat. And even though I've been teaching, it is not the same as practicing. And just a quick side note, one of the neatest things that I did over the weekend as I was practicing and just reconnecting back to self is I was entering onto the mat into my own personal practice and I was sort of following you know a sequence that I've created that I really like for my body and my dogs came over to pay me some attention and I realized in that moment you know what I don't need to worry about a sequence. I just need to practice and instinctively move my body and allow my dogs to love on me while I practice. And I took moments in between my practice just playing with them and playing with their toys and giving them, you know, scratches. And then I would go back to down dog or go into a bit of a flow. And then I would take a break on my mat and take a sip of tea and say hi to the pups again and then go back to my practice. And I did this for about an hour and a half. And it was something I've actually never really done. I mean, dogs have definitely come to give me kisses and stuff like that while I'm practicing, but I'm usually trying to like move them out of the way and stick to my, my sequence and get my practice through and 
And I told myself, you know what? You have all day. If you're sitting on this mat for the next several hours, if that's what it takes to reconnect with the root chakra, to connect with nature, which includes animals and just having gratitude and patience for the process, then that's what you're going to need to do. And the moment that I made that connection in my mind, it was like this this weight was lifted off of me and my roots were re-grounding and new seeds were sprouting and I just felt the energy. And then I went on to do several more practices over the three days, you know, small practices, meditations, pratyama practices, um, you know, longer yoga practices and other self-care regimens. And I gave myself a facial and a pedicure and a yoni steam. And I just really, really paid a lot of attention to where I was. Now, if you don't have that kind of time, because to be really truthful, I really had a lot of tasks that needed my attention. But it was either take the time now and figure out what's going on with my body, what's going on with my health, what's going on with my mental, my emotional state, or push through yet again, like I've been doing for the last several weeks, get things handled and done, and then really end up on the lower end of the vibrational spectrum. And I'm so honored that I had the wisdom to be able to pull myself right before I was off that cliff. And so I invite you to take a moment and just evaluate where you're at. And even if you're really at your highest vibration right now as you listen to this episode, I want you to think about the golden rule and try to get yourself in a moving meditation with breath at least every three days. If you could do it every day, if you can do it most of the time, that is going to serve you well. And when we are doing something that is healthy for us, like when we are in good sleep, good nutrition, good hydration, good sunlight, we don't really attribute that to what comes next, which is creativity and empowerment and leadership. And we only realize when something's wrong. And by the time we realize something's wrong, there's a lot of rebuilding that we need to do. So it's better to just stay at the higher end of your vibration and not realize that it's because you go on beautiful walks in nature every day or that you take time to play with your kids or your dogs really mindfully or that you focus on what time you go to bed or what time you rise and you are really mindful about your practice of yoga and other practices that give you inspiration like create creative practices painting drawing singing you know playing an instrument dancing if i didn't already say that you know it's it's like when you create a wellness regimen that becomes inherent to who you are you have no idea why you are succeeding so well in other areas of your life, right? In relationships with others, in patience, in health 
of the mind and advice giving and leadership and mentorship and creativity, as I've said, you don't realize that it's because the root chakra is so aligned in your home, in your space, in your person. And so we want to keep that energy aligned. We don't want to do what I did and deplete it all the way to the point where you are feeling uninspired, anxious, paranoid, maybe even on the verge of a little bit of depression, sleep, insomnia, just you name it. So I learned a really good lesson and I'm really grateful, like I said, that I had the wisdom to take a step back and ask myself some questions. And even though I was at first beating myself up about getting to this level and putting so many things ahead of my self-care and my practice and all of that, I know that what makes yoga so amazing is it teaches us how to live life off of the mat. So just taking that mindful journey that I've taken over the last few days is practicing yoga. So it is creating that community between mind, body, and spirit. So thank you for listening. Don't forget the three-day yoga golden rule. Make sure you make your way onto the mat. You move your body with breath. You find yourself in a meditative state. You create that intention, that awareness, that beauty of keeping your energy systems and centers aligned and realizing that it completely translates off of the mat in almost, if not all, of the areas of your life. So that is today's episode and I have enjoyed recording while walking. I have no idea what this is going to sound like, so I hope it sounds good enough to publish. Namaste, go in peace, and I will meet you on the mat super soon. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste. Namaste.